These are our stories as told by us and may cause some triggers. Names are left out to protect privacy of all parties involved. We do not own the rights to any music in our podcast. And we are not responsible for any distress or damage caused by our podcast as that is not our intent. Hey, welcome back. It's Cniel and Erica. It's been a long time. Yes, I know. I'm so glad to have you back. I'm glad that you're feeling better. Me too. I'm glad to be back. So it is our first time back together since Christmas. How was um, your Christmas? It was it was interesting. Very interesting. Um, same. Um, I mentioned on some previous episodes that it has been really hard doing episodes, um, bringing back a lot of different memories and emotions, but then at the same time, I has caused some drama. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, yeah. Same girl, same. <laughs> To the point, my mom didn't show up for Christmas. Yeah, well, I was supposed to be at my daughter's father's house Christmas morning, and that didn't happen either, thanks to the lovely podcast. So I'm no longer, I was no, I'm no, I'm currently, let me say it's currently not welcome there. Um, so my plans changed a little bit as well for Christmas. So that was, that was fun. Why? What happened? Um, basically, uh, the podcast came out and he took a listen and I'm sure some of you guys might've seen that lovely review. Um, so he was a little upset and basically let me know that, uh, well, he didn't let me know, his wife let me know that he didn't feel comfortable with me being at his house, which, you know, to be honest, he's, I respect his feelings. Yeah. Completely, 100%. I, I respect everybody's feelings. So if that's how you feel, I mean, that's okay. Um, the basically, we had a conversation, and he basically said our relationship was never going to be the same. He felt very hurt by a lot of the things I I said, and I I get that, you know, wholeheartedly get that. Anyone would be upset to have things be brought up that was from so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, However, this podcast isn't about him. This podcast is about um, your, your story, my story, and, and other people's stories and, and surviving. And I'm, I'm not here to analyze anyone's mental health. I'm not here to put anybody down. I'm not here to talk shit about anybody. I'm just right. here to give my story, my perspective, um, share with you and be vulnerable. And, you know, there's a lot of things that weren't said um, as well. I, I mean, we did mention that, I mean, there's a lot because you guys were... We were together on and off for 11 years. So yeah. I didn't even give the half of of our story. Right. And we did say, like, we're going to have to revisit some of this and go into more detail just starting off with the podcast. I mean, of course, more and more stuff's going to come out that has happened so could not believe the review and i did um talk about the whole campaign smearing which is basically uh what he was is doing so what was kind of to do yeah <laughs> what 
for anyone out there who doesn't who doesn't know me and you want to make judgments about you know some some statements made some true some false you know that, that's fine i'm gonna have that my whole life you right. know like some of those things were true and some of some of those things did happen to me and were very traumatic to me and i've already forgiven myself i mean we're all human we all make mistakes um, I think he may have felt like he was being attacked, um, and I get that. Um, again, it's not all about him. Right. Um, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I mean, we did say, like, well, he would be more than welcome to come on. Yeah, I mean, we had a conversation prior to the podcast, and it was very friendly. You know, we had a good, a, a somewhat decent co-parenting relationship up, up until that point. At least I thought we did. Um, and yeah, but I, I, I thought we were strong enough. I thought we were to a point, you know, where we could, where I could freely talk about things right. and him not feel some type of way. I mean, it's been seven years. Seven years. Seven years. Married, has other children, mm -hmm. but I did ask you, like, were you guys really co-parenting, or were you going around not saying stuff and everything just to keep the peace? Because it, it, there's a difference. We all have to pick and choose our battles, and there's a difference of that, though, of just keeping quiet. Oh, for sure, and and I'll and I'll say this, and I, you know gloves off like i don't have gloves on at all um if anything this was a learning experience for me and if he wants to put the boundaries in place cool because obviously i we weren't doing that right you know so i feel like everything happens for a reason mm -hmm. oh, definitely. Know? and this had to happen for a reason and i'm okay with that like i'm perfectly okay um i'm not going to be silenced um, I've had other relationships that have affected me. I've dealt with other people who I believe to be narcissists. And no, I'm not a clinical doctor. And no, I'm not here to analyze people. But, you know, you show signs, you show, you show signs, you know. I always say, if the shoe fits, Cinderella, then wear it. Put, put it on, girlfriend, you know. <laughs> so, it is what it is. Yeah. I've been struggling. I sometimes use humor to um, pretend like everything's good, you know, but it, it's, it's been rough. My anxiety's been through the roof. I'm, to be quite honest with you, I'm having a, a very hypersensitive, I'm very hypersensitive today and have high anxiety, and I think it's because this is the first time yeah. I've been on the podcast talking about things since everything that's happened about a month ago. And basically, there's been no like real contact between us, between you know the other person I'm co-parenting with, and um, and honestly, it's been quite nice. Are you? I mean, other than the high anxiety of okay, I'm getting ready to you know record an episode. Um, I'm sure that is bringing a lot of anxiety to you. But other than that, has have you felt like? mentally clear minded have you because you said it's nice like yeah yeah i at first i wasn't at first you know we obviously triggered each other back and forth he i triggered him with talking about some past things and then um he kind of triggered me and, and and that was rough 
for a little bit and kind of exhausting, but then, you know, a sense of calm just kind of came over me and I was like, you know, remember why you're doing this, Erica, mm-hmm. why you started this podcast. Because I got with you and wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to help people. Right. I want to help people. I want to share. People don't want to talk about these kind of things. No, nobody wants to. No, they don't want to admit admit feelings. And and I know you were ready to quit. Like you playing out were like, nope, not, nope, we need to stop. We need to stop. And I was just like, Erica, like. It takes a strong individual, and you are strong. Don't let him have this say in your life on anything. No, Don't. that's the problem. I've been caring too long about his opinion right. on how I'm mother and who I am as a person, and he doesn't. He doesn't get to have that kind of power over me anymore. Um, and obviously, he still did a little bit. Yeah. Um, for it to affect me the way that it affected me at first. Yeah, because that was like your instant response. Yeah. Like you text me and called me like, nope, like yeah, re- let's remove, take it down, down. <laughs> shut down social media for a week. I, I deactivated Facebook, I shut everything down. And I was like, oh, this is, you know. And then I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. No offense. Like, I mean this with my whole, it's not about you. This is about me. This is about empowering women. This is about telling our stories. This is, I'm being vulnerable here. That's not something easy to do at all. And, you know, here I am. And take me, take it or leave it at this point. Like, I've been single for seven years. I've been dealing with my things. I'm just now starting to talk about things, and there's going to be more to come. I'm not a perfect person. Yeah, no. Nobody's perfect. I never claimed to be perfect. Was I addicted to to this man? Yes. Did I do crazy things and say crazy things? Hell yes, I did. I did. I'm human. I am a human being. Right. Feelings, emotions, thoughts, I make mistakes, I grow and I learn. And let me tell you something, I have came a long way, oh, yeah. a long ass way in the past seven years. I'm not going to let anybody have me go backwards from where I've worked hard as hell to get where I'm at. Okay? And nobody's going <laughs> to shut me up, tear me down, or make me feel some type of way about myself. And have that much power. I, I mean, Sorry. I'm really proud of you because I hear all the time on people, one, scared to speak out. Like, they won't sit there and open up. Ooh, and I it, wonder why. And yeah. it's because of that. And I know there's a lot of stuff that I haven't spoke out about yet. And peace. And this is, you know, and honestly, it's like, well, thank you. Thank you, sir. Like, it's fine. You just showed the reason why people don't like to speak out and what can happen and things that people go through. I mean, man or woman, the people that have endured any kind of abuse, the survivor or victim, they are so scared to speak out because of what the cuts will happen, like what the effects are. Yeah. 
I mean, we can even go real deep, even though this didn't happen to me, but let's just be real here. That's why some women who are extremely battered mm -hmm. are so scared to say anything mm -hmm. because the fear. It is so, is, yes. Oh my God, it's fear. so scary. And, you know, <laughs> my hairdresser, she was asking me one day, she not been saying, you even know, I've told you, like, I looked over at Brian right after the first part of my story came across and I was just like, what do you think's going on? Am I going to be killed? Like, I've been scared and my hairdresser, she even asked me, she's like, Danielle, what you're doing is so wonderful, but how are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm scared shedless. I'm, I am I like, there's no denying or hiding it. I mean, I've been talked about on the social media platforms from his side. Like, Oh gosh. We, we were friends in grade school. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, let's just be honest here. Like, kind of used to it by now. Right. Sometimes I like to do shit just to make people talk because it's fun. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Toxic trait for America. Or America I like to. likes to cause a ruckus just to hear you people talk to you. something to talk about. Uh, I like finding out things that I said or I did through other people. That's, that's false actually it's like oh wait i didn't i didn't realize like well i don't remember doing that whatsoever considering i was not even in that location at that point like whatever um but that's the thing is people are going to talk and people are going to get upset and you kind of just have to make that decision on are you going to let that control happen? Yeah. Or are you going to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you are better than that. I, I am smart. I am, you know, strong and go with that. And yeah. it's okay. Right. It's all right. It's, okay. it's your side of the story. I, there, I always say there, there's three parts of every story. There's my side, there's, <laughs> there's their side, and there's in the in between yeah, is what I say. Truth is somewhere in the middle. Yep. And that I mean Yeah. It, it is. You yeah. have your perspective, I have my perspective. It affected you in certain ways that it might not have affected me and vice versa. No. Um, but I'm not gonna be a person that's gonna say no, that's not how you experience it. Like, how dare you be someone to say, like, You can't tell somebody how saying, they feel. Yeah, you can't tell someone how they feel. You can't tell them that their perspective is wrong. No. And that how they saw things and how that they felt about it. Right. That you can't do right. that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, who are you to tell me? <laughs> that I'm not allowed to talk about this. Exactly. Or that that's incorrect or your feelings are wrong or I didn't know I had that much power. Oh yeah. It's funny because we were both told that. Both told. Both told. Um, oh, I didn't realize I had that much power. And then at the same time, though, didn't that just like, oh, didn't that just uh, like, I, I, in a way make you angry? I was so, so angry at that point. Like, you're right, you don't. 
they do. It's I wish you didn't have that much power, but unfortunately, oh. like I am human and shit hurts. And you know, my kids are human too. They have feelings and stuff and I mean <laughs> I got so angry about that. And mine actually started before we even recorded an episode. Yeah, see, I, another toxic trait, I, I guess you could say I was kind of sneaky with mine. I kind of kept mine under wraps, and I was thinking that that would be for the betterment of people. If I just kind of slid in and did what I wanted to do, not only that, but I didn't really want anybody's opinions. Right. So you didn't want to hear anything. it. I didn't say anything to people because I was like, it doesn't matter what you say to me about what I'm about to do. I'm going to do it. So I'm not going to tell you. You didn't want to face it. Yeah. I didn't want to face it, and then I got smacked in the face, and that's cool. Surprise. Surprise. People aren't going to be very happy about what you have to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm not happy about what you have to say sometimes either. But the good thing about this podcast is you can choose to listen, or you can choose not to listen. Right, exactly. And with mine, it was stuff that I wasn't even going to really dig into or talk about, but... I have been very open. I'm an open book. We know this. My mom mentions the podcast and I was like, oh, really? Like, you're going to listen to it? And she's like, yeah, what? Why? What did I? With her, I was not concerned about what I would be saying or anything. It was more or less she is very unstable. And I was more worried about her listening to parts of the physical and sexual abuse that happens. And it put her into a bad spot. I mean, it would be hard for me to listen to that from my kids. And so I was more worried about like how she would mentally handle it. And I even said like, I just don't know if that's mentally healthy for you. And she was like, what do you mean? I was explaining it to her. And I also mentioned like, well, you know, I have been in unhealthy relationships as adult because of some of the abuse that I encountered as a child. And when I said that, she automatically was like, why are you mentioning that? You're going to let people believe I beat you. And I'm like, mom, you didn't beat me. And just because it's abuse doesn't mean that it has to be physical abuse. Right. And she um, was like, I just don't, I just don't appreciate you putting that out there and making people believe that I was abusive. I said, mom, you, you unfortunately did play your part but it was more or less like with neglect mm-hmm. and she just wasn't having it. It was not having it. And it's um, next day it caused some issues and it, it was just a roller coaster after that. And I kept asking her, she's playing out told me like, I want nothing to do with you. She told me if I, mention anything about her she's gonna sue me and I said that's fine that's fine and I was like well I mean 
it was more or less of her so scared, I guess, of hearing that her choices and the effects it's had on me and her not wanting to believe any of the truth, like my truths. And I even went as far as saying, like, mom, you you want to believe this, but that's not the truth. Like you want you were perfectly fine with me speaking about my dad or my stepmom or any of the adult relationships that I've had. You're perfectly fine as long as it doesn't come down to you. And I'm not putting your business out there. I'm putting my business out there. And that's hard enough. <laughs> it's embarrassing and it's so hard it's so hard and so embarrassing like put, your, put yourself in our shoes for a second yeah like and, and what boggles my mind for me telling me this story danielle I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you but isn't it crazy how you go from feeling like a victim to not a victim but when you're telling your story then that person involved then feels like a victim yeah so they don't even realize it either they're like you know, yeah they you know, they don't shifting and it's like hello do you realize that you're making yourself sound like a victim right now you're mad at me right. because you think i'm acting like a victim right right that's why you're mad at me because i'm acting like a victim and i have things to say about you because it's all about you but what are you doing right now right Mom was acting like a victim. Oh, yeah. And, you know, my ex-husband, I called him. And I was like, I don't even know what to do because I wasn't going to talk, like, too much about my childhood at all. And he was like, why not? Like, you should talk about that. He's like, why are you so worried about the effects it's going to have on everybody else? Why are you so worried about the way uh, somebody else feels? Like, why are you so scared? This is your story. This is your life. Your experiences. And he's like, that came into play with the way you are. And, and I was like, you're right. And he's like, you know, she's always the victim and stuff. She, she's always putting the blame on you. And that's the reason why you're so scared. And some of the stuff, like she said, like, you know, I have no family. Well, you know, I do have family and like, I, I don't know what to say about that. Like, I'm sorry, my dad's passed on, like he's not alive. So yeah, I don't have my dad, but I still have family. And I still have family that I talk to and stuff. And she like was just belittling and putting me down and everything that you could imagine hearing your mother say to hurt you or just anybody saying to hurt you. And it was just like, oh my gosh, to the point that I was like, once again, looking at somebody, calling everybody that I could, like, why am I wrong? Like, am I wrong? This is the situation. I have like tons. I always have to have proof because it's always, no, that's not true. So I even told her, I was like, you know what? I said, I still welcomed her here. For Christmas Day, I actually pleaded and and was begging her. I told her, you know, um, that this is really going to affect the kids, and you know, we're adults. We should be able to put our issues. Just even if it's ten minutes that you come and see 
my kids for Christmas. I that's great. That I'm happy with it's that. All about it is all about the kids. And I had to tell my kids my oldest doesn't like express too much of the emotion part of stuff. He's kind of like that guy that's like, oh, okay. Oh. But he, it, he hurts inside, but he doesn't like carry on his shoulders mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, my middle son, he was so upset. Like he, he was really upset, but then he stopped and I was like, stop talking. And I was just like, what's, what's up? He's like, no, I'm more worried about the kid, which he was talking about his kid brother <laughs> and he calls him the kid. And, uh, he was like, you know, it, it's going to hurt him. Like she's closer with him than she is even with me and my other brother. And I'm more worried, like he's a little child. He's not gonna have any kind of understanding of anything. And he's just so used to her just being there. And he's like, you know, me, I'm used to her. If she shows up, she shows up. If she talks to me, she talks to me. If, if she doesn't, she doesn't. Like, cause they have been around longer than my nine year old. So, it's just been different for them. She didn't show up at all. And uh, Christmas was on a Saturday. Yep. On Monday, she was asking, when can my nine-year-old see her? And then from there, like, I set a boundary. I was super proud of myself. Yeah. And it was definitely hard. So, yeah, just to let everybody know, it was not easy. Um, but I just really watched the way I was wording things. I didn't go into any kind of explanation. It was just saying, like, I hear what you want. I hear what you're saying. But this is what I need to do. And I need you to respect that. And no, I've never, ever, ever kept any of my kids away from anybody that I'm just not getting along with or have different views on or anything like that. Like, that's my kid's grandma. I want them to be in her life. Mm -hmm. But when it really is affecting them, I don't want them to get hurt as much as I've been hurt. As their mom, I want to be able to protect them. And all I am doing right now is kind of just letting things cool down. Yeah. Now, my ex, he is just like, I don't want somebody just coming in and out when they pick and choose and stuff because of my nine-year-old's um, disorders that he has. He has adjustment disorders, and that's something like he he doesn't process things the same. So I, I'm stuck in a situation, and I'm just like, you know, if you don't like me, that's fine. And I have come to the conclusion, like, I've asked, you know, is it me? And a professional has actually said, no, it's not me. And so I'm, I was relieved kind of, but I was kind of hoping like, okay, if it is me, like I want you to be like, tell me so and tell me how to fix it. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately they're like, no, it's not you. So the holidays for us was just like very emotional and kind of hurt. I mean, we, we went with it like 
we still made it the best of what we could right. and we enjoyed each other's companies and stuff um but then uh, the fact from christmas day to new year's it was kind of like what is going on like now you want to see but you couldn't stop it for like five minutes even though i begged you and i i feel like i shouldn't have to beg somebody so i i mean i don't know i think this is still like a really good thing and we're still able to even doing this able to speak out and give examples of what we are going through still day by day yeah. on stuff and what and help people like somebody else may be going through the same exact thing and thinking they're all alone like yeah. you're not alone no you are not alone and that that was our intent from the beginning it's never been i i, I can't say it enough like it's this isn't about anybody this is about me and this mm -hmm. is about you yeah. and this is about helping people and being vulnerable and talking about things the real the raw like all the bullshit in between pretty much all the different emotions and stuff and i mean i know there's been so many times in my life i'm like felt so alone girl you know how hard it was i had to wait you want to know what time i got to watch my daughter open her christmas presents on christmas day it was eight o'clock at night before i got to let my child open the christmas gifts that i bought her for christmas now granted we, we were with family before then and Thank God for an amazing stepmother yeah. that my daughter has, because she has one hell of a top-notch stepmother. And um, she brought her to me on Christmas because our plans, you know, obviously didn't go the way that they were supposed to go. We exchanged our gifts. And, um, and I spent time with my, my mom and my dad and my brother and all that, and we did that. But me personally did not get to sit with my child and that's what sucks about co-parenting. Yeah. I mean, and next year, and next year, it might, it might suck for him, you know? I mean, because we have to do that every other year thing. However, he has other children that he can witness and be with, so he's never really actually alone. Not only that, but you're thinking, you think of your daughter and for her to be able to spend time with her stepbrothers or sisters yeah, whatever you know you could say whatever you want about me but this is some genuine shit about to come out of my mouth i love her brother and sister i very much was sad that not only did i not get to watch my daughter open presents on christmas but i didn't get to watch her brother and sister open presents too because didn't you tell me that you even bought them life. yeah i've always i've always bought them christmas presents yeah. and like pretty much every year. I think I might have skipped a couple of years because, you know, obviously co-parenting relationships have their ups and downs and we've been through a lot of ups and downs. And, and even if we are at this point that we're at right now where he doesn't agree with my podcast or what I have to say, like we're still, make no mistake, like we are still co-parenting and doing it in the most healthy way we can. I know a lot of people who have not been able not been able to overcome mm -hmm. the things that we've been able to overcome regardless if we're technically not speaking right now he's still putting 
my child 100% first when she's there and I'm still putting my child 100% first when she's with me. And the co-parenting never stops regardless of your feelings. Like you said earlier, mm -hmm. you know, like you don't have to like me. Right. And I don't have to like you either. But I'm the mama and you're the dad. And that's our job. Yep. And we, regardless if we're doing it together under the same roof or not, we are agreeing to do this together, even if it's separate, to the best of our freaking abilities. Yeah. You know, and I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect at all. And he's not perfect either. Right. There's nobody so, perfect. Yeah, nobody's perfect here. We we all we all have made mistakes, and I I just want to say this too because my I'm a little scatterbrained right now. But there's something that really upset him that I want to clear up and just throw in here. Um, during my story, I made a statement that I didn't cheat, and I was like, oh, I didn't cheat. I had. I had no idea. And no, I wasn't cheating at that very time that I was telling my story, but I absolutely did cheat. And I just want to tell everyone that I, I did do that. And honest to God, even to this day, I still don't know why I did it. But I was young. Like, I was 22 years old. You know, I'm sure he cheated too, whether he wants to admit it or not. You know, and, and I'll even be even more real here and tell you guys that I had no idea that he even knew. So I've been holding this inside of me all this time that I did this and was thinking he had no idea. And he's apparently known for quite a while. You know, he I just, know that. yeah. And I was like, wow. So today's the day you're going to let me know you know, you know. So, again, ju judge me. Judge me if you want. Like. This is a judgment for you, so. yeah, I, I mean, I want to say so that I'm really proud of you. Know that this girl right here is accountable. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not trying to act like. That I'm, you're perfect. That I'm perfect because I'm not. I'm just trying to tell you that I went through some bullshit mm -hmm. with one particular individual a lot. There's been others in between. I haven't even got to touch base on some of the last few guys. Shoot, just two weeks ago, I had to deal with somebody that I was texting. That was a real piece of work, honeys, okay? Seven years, and I still don't have this shit figured out. Uh, we're going to have to go into details about this. I want to hear, because you haven't told me about this. I want to hear. But I am super, super proud of you because it's not easy, one, to admit any faults that we have. And that takes a strong individual itself. And then not only that, but we're putting stuff out there. Like, we don't know every single individual that's listening. I'm sorry. Like, we have people in Canada listening. Thank you. Like, we have people all across South Africa. South Africa. We uh -huh. have people... Um, all across the United Friends, States. family, enemies, yeah. frenemies. People, yes, yes. Um, which I appreciate everybody listening. Like, more power. I love it. But we're really putting things out here. And I have been asked, like, what, what is making you be so honest and putting some of this stuff out there? And I'm like, you know what? It, it's my story. You know, I, I'm not here to just make one person look bad. Like, no. This is not about making anybody look bad. No. No. Not at all. It just is crappy, like, that it did affect the holidays as much as it did. And it wasn't even, like, 
really hurting us, although it is upsetting. Yeah, although it was upsetting because you enjoy watching the stepbrothers and sisters and stuff. And then you enjoy being there all as a blended family. Yeah. Right. And then for me, I mean, I still had a great Christmas with my kids. And but it did make me sad that they were hurting that somebody was not present. And it was totally that person's choice. Just like it was the other person's choice in my situation to decide not to go forth with said plans. Mm -hmm. I would have still followed through. I you know. Just for the record. And that doesn't make him a bad person or me a bad person. It's just, it's, it's freaking sucked. Okay? Yeah. It sucked. My daughter was so excited. Well, and she was probably like really confused. Like, she wait, was. this was the plan. Like, why are we doing this? She's so smart, too. So smart. But tag teamed up with the stepmom. Bless her heart again. I'm going to keep giving her props because I don't care. Um, she deserves them. She tag teamed with me in the scenario, even when she didn't have to, okay, because her job is ultimately to defend her husband. Yeah. And which she should, mass respect for her, you know, of course, but she still respects me. She still respected me, always has, and she helped me navigate that situation and make my daughter be okay. Yeah. And bless her for that. Yes, much thanks to her. And I think it's because she's a mom too. And so she has understanding of that mom mm-hmm. and stuff. So, you know, and that's, I mean, fantastic. That's such a big person right there to just push stuff aside and be like, you know what, this little girl is the only thing that matters, like, yep. period. So I, I know that we're out of time for today but we're going to revisit some of this yeah, that's uh-huh. a good catch-up yeah conversation. i'm glad to have you back thank you and i feel a lot better i mean i'm sure i'm sure everything i just said is gonna upset somebody else but you know it's okay and that wasn't why though that you weren't here you had no. uh like strep throat you could barely <laughs> talk oh it's horrible Infection, and then we had all these. Everybody knows. Everyone's dealing with it. Yeah. Exposure to the corona. Yeah. You know. And yeah. Yeah. Next time. Next time, y'all. So, if you or if you know someone who is struggling or is in a domestic violence situation, please reach out to the domestic violence hotline. 800-799-7233 or you can also send a text message to 741-741. Also, there are some resources. You can reach out to the Protected Battered Women RC on Facebook. Keep in mind, if you're having suicidal thoughts or you know someone that is, there is also a suicide hotline. That number is 800-273-8255. I'm a 